everybody. Welcome to Just Talking for another week. Episode 8, I'm pretty sure. Uh, how's it going? You guys doing alright? Um, we're in the middle, eh, I guess the still in the front third of March, March 11th. Um, hope things are going well in your life. Things are certainly going well for me. Um, it feels like it's been a while since I've talked to you guys, but I think it's actually been just seven days. <laughs> um, I don't know, I kind of... I feel like antsy, like I want to like get back on here and talk more about more things, you know. I guess you kind of get in a rhythm and like I, kinda, I I really enjoy this this thing we do, you know, me just talking to you guys about anything and everything for a full hour. <laughs> it's kind of fun. But there's been a lot that I want to talk about. Uh, so let's just dive in here. So the first thing, it's been like really... Uh, really cool that happened the past couple weeks is I mentioned I'm sure a few weeks ago that I was going to sign up for this uh this uber for dog walkers called wag um this app where people can hire you to walk their dog and I went through the whole application process and multiple you know passing little tests and signups and interviews and stuff um just online it wasn't too uh crazy but what happened this week was I finally got certified which is like might not even be that exciting for anyone else. In fact, I'm sure it isn't, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm really feeling, I'm really, uh, happy about it. Um, but what was cool and worth mentioning is to, f for the final step of certification or whatever, you have to actually go to their physical offices and, um, go through a short little seminar and record a video and a photo to put on your profile and, um, pay them a little entry fee actually. And, um, you know, process background checks and all these things. Um, and they only scheduled them during office hours, obviously, like when these people would normally be at work. Um, but it was also when I would be at work. And it's in Brooklyn, and I work literally a clean hour and a half plus away from Brooklyn, you know. So it was never, I, I had to wait a few weeks until I was able to find a time when I could uh, end up going there to do this thing. And the only time that ended up working out that didn't require me to take a day off from work was 7 a.m. in Brooklyn. Um, so I, uh, I, I, decided I went that day, um, 7 a.m. The offices themselves didn't even open until, I guess, 7 a.m. or maybe even later. But um, it, was, it was interesting because I hadn't thought about, first of all, I had no idea who would be there, who else would come, if anyone. I don't know how popular this app even is, and you know, I just saw an ad for it or whatever. Um, I don't know who would get up at 7 a.m. on a Friday, and it was like a really rainy, like stormy Friday, <laughs> you know, um, to come do this thing. But the people that showed up, first of all, there was a solid amount of people, like I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 even. Um, and what was interesting to me was that, you know, um, Uber kind of came along and and Lyft and of course like blew open the entire cultural landscape like everyone and everyone knows what Uber is you know every age creed race nationality you know like um, you know it's it's expanding worldwide I think at a certain point or they're trying to I forget but Uber is like a you know huge thing so the clientele is way expanded right um, 
dog walkers <laughs> and people who want dog walkers are a little bit um, more specialized, I guess. But what's especially about WAG is it's brand new, I'm pretty sure. And it's kind of like a thing like, excuse me, you only know it exists if you, you know, saw an ad for it on Instagram or whatever, like I did. It's kind of like a really new, fresh, young Silicon Valley type, you know, like, like it's like a task rabbit, but it's like Uber, but it's for dogs. But like, so what I'm getting at is everyone, I, everyone there was, were these, and like we went around the room and introduced ourselves and we talked a little bit while we were waiting in the line or whatever. Everyone was just, were these young, bright, fresh faced, sweet, like kind, um, clearly driven and ambitious kids, you know, um, like 18 to 25 or 20, you know, whatever. Um, and like you, you hear, <laughs> like you read news stories about millennials or whatever and how they're entitled and lazy. And, um, I know that's not the intention of everyone in culture to be all hard on millennials or whatever, you know, but the the easy way to think about them is derisively is that the word you know what i mean um and even like as a millennial myself i i might fall into just because i don't think about it actively it's just lazy thinking just being like oh those millennials work in coffee shops and never <laughs> never aspire or whatever you know sitting but the reality that i always knew i forgot i, I guess and everyone might not be aware of is so many of these because the the issue is some of those kids do exist like some of them are you know stupid and dumb and <laughs> entitled and haven't been taught the right things and you know blah, blah blah but massive amounts of people of kids of millennials um that i saw you know here are you know really driven and well-meaning and like thoughtful like these are kids that like I, they went around the room and they were like I, I work at a PR firm 50 hours a week or you know um, I do this and that I, I, I work with special needs kids and I you know I have a tight schedule that I'm hoping to fit this in and like cr crazy you know maybe they need the extra money or maybe they really just want to be with dogs or help you know dogs um, there was a kid who's 17 or I guess 18 if you have to be for the um to be a registered app uh, walker or whatever, but goes to one of the best um, art schools, art high schools in the state. Um, he plays trumpet or saxophone or something, you know, really cool like that. Um, and he's 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 in high school. He has no reason to, you know. I mean, but like the type of person that, and they all were. This group was all there at seven a.m. because they had to go to work afterwards, just like I did, you know this one girl from some like I'm sure it was a high-powered Manhattan PR firm you know she's making enough money you know she doesn't need to I don't know it was just really cool to see um, all these people that like you don't think about when you're being like vaguely misanthropic and being like everyone's stupid <laughs> you know like these people are out there working so hard every day they take their day off to go sign up for another job there's their spare hours are spent like doing stuff like this like 
so ambitious. Like one of the, th- the things I love the most in a person or admire the most is ambition and drive because that's what I'm trying to cultivate in myself all the time. And I really like, um, think that is the one of the more valuable, you know, it's one of the most difficult personality traits to kind of have, you know, even if you get like in a habit or a groove of being productive or being, you know, like that is the, all of our goals, you know, is to be the best version of ourselves, blah, blah, blah. Always be putting in effort, you know, like I don't think that being lazy is a inherently negative thing, you know, like I don't mean to like say one is good and one is bad, but we all feel the same way of like, you know, I would rather not be on the couch right now. I'd rather be, you know, I'm watching the Olympics from the couch. I'd rather be in the Olympics, you know, or what, you know, basic examples. But, uh, I really, um, think that is something worthwhile basically is what I'm trying to say. Sorry. I was getting text messages while I was talking. I didn't mean to sound distracted, but, um, texting while podcasting um and I think part of the reason I do is because uh it does not come easily to me or at least it it hasn't yet you know I I I might be too hard on myself or whatever but I do feel that I have a habit that had been built up from before I entered professional life or whatever um of being not as ambitious as I possibly could have been. I've talked about this forever on this show, but um, like the opportunities that are presented to you or, you know, any like following your dreams basically and actually like chasing them actively, you know, like putting yourself into something. Um, I don't know. I just really admire that in people. Like The Rock, uh, his Instagram, you know, uh, Chris Hardwick, um, who I'm sure you know as a TV host, doing, you know, seven full-time projects at the same time. You know, like, people that find the time, I love I love busy people, you know. Not like, because, uh, you know, there's the whole work hard, working hard is the, the, the rightfully, I think, the motto for all sorts of, you know, anyone who is productive or successful is like just work hard you know but there's also the work hard not smart type thing which is also extremely true um don't waste time working hard just work as exactly as hard as you need to you know and don't like what's the word busy work and busy hours like that's you know not but these people who find a way to like they're an actor but then and they're like one day off they write a screenplay or whatever you know they're always working out that's that's all that seems to be a huge component of people's successful stories you know but yeah uh the rock chris hardwick all these people you follow on instagram you see and also i appreciate that they choose to their output into the world whatever it could be it could be just images of their turks and caicos vacation home every day you know but what they choose to share with people is inspiration and is telling people to work you know like I 
I really have a thing for uh, motivational speakers, actually. The good ones, you know, not like the hucksters and the the cheaters, basically. But the the ones that are, like, already successful don't need to be doing this. They're just doing it literally out of the kindness of their own, you know, heart to want to help people because they know what they've done is not too complicated, can be replicated. Like, it's kind of this weird, like, I've been to the mountaintop and I've seen what it takes to get there, you know, type thing. And like, uh, the instinct to help other people and it, it, your actions actually helping other people. It's just really cool to me. Okay. So from there we were talking about, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to work my way back. Um, yeah. So I, I really admire that in people. Those are the kind of people I want to associate with. They're the kind of people that are going to be successful and have the most fulfilling lives, you know? Um, and it's just, it's never, I never get tired of it, you know? Like, anyone who has cracked the code or whatever or is, like, look waving to you from the other side, those people are, you know, uh, really inspirational to me. Like, I really will just, like, spend so much time... Uh, listening to people like I don't know if you know this um Gary Vaynerchuk Gary V he's this guy who you know has a company selling wine or whatever but his real massive talent is just the way he's able to talk and uh he he would like I would classify him as like a straight up motivational speaker in a lot of ways like he's entrepreneur and whatever also but he uh he's gone viral a few times for these videos where he's just like you better work hard work work hard. you've been like really articulate and like um with details and stuff like really gets to the core of it but um like i'll just you know i i eat those things up dude <laughs> like, like i'll kind of look for inspiration anywhere you know like uh all of our instagram uh, a thing i'm really starting to like about social media people might have different thoughts about it but i Anytime someone is, like, showing themselves, you know, exercising or, like, showing something they've done that's a success or the result of their work or their work in progress, you know, I really, um, one, I like that as, you know, content for me to view or whatever, but also I kind of appreciate it, you know, like, I think what it is is I'm just constantly searching for motivation and inspiration and cues from other people that it works that it's worth doing that it will help you you know which is all true it's annoying that like we objectively know that it's better it's objectively better to like you know eat lean proteins and healthy greens or whatever you know but it's just the hardest thing in the world to like i guess it's just making the habit of it i don't know what it, you know but um so i always i love bringing it all the way back i, I love seeing these kids being so driven and ambitious but also they were so kind like it, they were all you know various ages or whatever but it felt like the first day of college orientation when everyone's like so eager and like yeah you know shaking hands and being like oh what do you do where do you live like it matters you know like you care <laughs> what, I, what i'm gonna major in or whatever you know but like just so sweet um Oh, and some of them were trying to be actors, you know, and, like, this is a great side job for an actor. Um, 
uh, it, it just it this whole thing kind of revealed to me um, these people that you don't see that often because they're busy working the whole time. You know, it's like they're hiding by being you know so productive and um, and just you know doing the right thing basically. But um, it was really cool to see them and meet them. You know. Um, so that was that. Wag is really cool. I, I mean, that's the most important thing I should have said first. First up, um, Wag is awesome. I have a promo code. If you want to sign up with Wag and use my promo code, you get um, a discount and like five free walks for your dog, and then I get like a nice little kickback as well. If you want to, this this episode is featuring our first sponsors ever, because <laughs> I think I'm gonna you know. I'm going to find the ad copy for WAG and just read it because technically this podcast is powered by WAG, you know, because I'm making a little money on the side uh, doing that now officially. Um, so I need to read their ad, but um, and my promo code, getting it pulled up here, is, um, okay, so when you sign up for WAG your first time, type in the referral code, I guess all caps, ROBIN, R-O-B-I-N, six two six six three for your first wag experience <laughs> if you know if you want you know if you want to you know it's a great service you'll love it if you're in new york try to find me and i'll walk your dog and you know you'll get a discount um but yeah this this episode um and i just got uh, the other thing is it pops up whenever there's a someone within a couple miles of me that wants a dog walked it gives me a notification and it's like almost near constant. Like it's incredible. Like it's constantly like if I, if I had a, like a bike, you know, like, cause I had to like either walk or subway to these clients, but if I had a bike in New York and I wanted to put myself fully into it and like, you know, spend all my time, like I could easily, I think make it a full time job to do this, you know, which is really cool. You know, I was talking about this, with someone else the other day, like all these literally careers and jobs that have popped up out of nowhere, Uber, Postmates, TaskRabbit, um, WAG, you know, any these freelancing kind of like doing a service through an app, like did not exist three years ago, you know, (laughs) but now are like a vibrant, like really like people are supporting themselves and they're fun. They're more fun than, you know, cash register, stuff you know you get to drive you get to see dogs you get to buy groceries <laughs> i guess that one isn't as glamorous but yeah it's cool um but yeah so i went to the wag offices or i guess it's it's a it's some kind of wherever they decide to have their meeting place for these orientations it might not be wag hq or whatever but it was like this really nice kind of like upscale like downtown Brooklyn is that a a thing is it possible to be downtown Brooklyn (laughs) but like um kind of fresh sleek Silicon Valley ish but they had like rustic wood furniture and like just really nice and like cool um and it was like such a professional operation and like like the leader of the orientation was just this you know another millennial type just like I work at a startup you know they're kind of like startup energy that I always read about and I see videos and stuff, but I never like had physically been a part of one or been, you know, 
engaged with one before, like a, a legitimate tech startup is what this is, which is really cool, you know? Like, you know, it's been a few years since that whole boom happened and is happening um, and everything, but I, it's still really exciting. I don't know. And, like, just being being in that world was, like, really cool. And I'm happy to be a part of WAG, the WAG, the WAG revolution. Um, so, yeah, promo code. <laughs> I will get the copy and I'll read it. You know, I, I was going to read an ad for another company, but I don't have copy for that either. I think I'll just tell you about the things that I think are cool. Um, and then I'll, I'll get actual copy and read it next episode. But I guess we can do that now. It's kind of in the, the zone of what we're talking about. So this episode of Just Talking is brought to you by... <laughs> so this is fun. It's fun. I don't know why. Like, you know, I, I listen to podcasts or whatever. They all, because they're doing well and they're making money from them, they all have ads and they, they all have various variations, various variations, that's funny, of saying um, this episode of... Your Mom's House podcast, which is a great podcast you should check out, by the way, um, is brought to you by <laughs> Squarespace. And, like, I can't wait to, like, try to put on my best announcer voice or, like, you know, just, like, really read them very seriously, you know, fully knowing that I am not being paid to read this. <laughs> like, I, it's the funniest thing. Like, whenever I was going to start doing these podcasts or whatever, I was like, I'm going to read the ads that I hear on all the other ones and like very seriously say this episode is not sponsored by Squarespace, you know, I don't know why it's just really funny to me. And then eventually once they see that I'm reading them with such verve and excitement and, um, reading them word for word as perfectly as I can and like really caring about the company and their interests, then maybe they'll sponsor me for real. And my two listeners <laughs> working on five, I'm pretty sure. Actually the listenership on the show is going up a little bit. I have no idea how or why, but um, thank you guys for listening. But, um, okay, so this this is an actual thing that I use and I like. It's an email, a daily email, which I know sounds so exciting, uh, but it's called Pursue It. I'm going to look up how exactly you spell it. Yeah, it's actually spelled P-R-S-U-I-T, so Pursue It. <clears throat> and there's been a thing kind of going around, like, in, like, whatever, like, I I've for whatever reason, become signed up with a few different email chains or an email, email digests, I guess. Like if you use Quora, there's a good one that kind of sends you like personalized questions from the Quora website and also news ones. Like there's a politics one. New York Times has a million. Um, New York Magazine with their vulture kind of pop culture recap stuff. It's like news, you know, but Pursue It is kind of different. It's, um, it's this really like I, I found them through an Instagram ad. I'm sure there's no other way that anyone else has ever found them. Like they're so, you know, like it's like a young millennial type. Um, just this guy, I'm pretty sure that um, decided to start this chain or this this um, digest of inspirational, motivational um, uh, content, like articles, musings on success and um uh happiness and you know self-worth and you know all these positive really um self-improvement type um things everyone has a different or each email has a different kind of um 
topic, I guess, like the one I'm looking at right now is saying um, today's pursuit is about finding true happiness in yourself. And some of them are like, you know, don't compare yourself to others and um, how best to use your time and like how to figure out exactly what you want in life or, you know, and like there, there is related um, reading from across the web. Like he goes like, sometimes he dives in like the, the, the subreddit on reddit.com for like motivational stuff. Like um, sometimes he has other people come in and read articles or write articles. Um, and it's just kind of like a, uh, a collection, a hub of stuff that is really um, worthwhile just to kind of get yourself in a kind of like a self-improvement mindset, I guess. Like, I, I always would like to read like self-improvement books or like um, self-help books, you know, but this is like baby form of that. And like, what's really cool is that the, the, the way he kind of writes it and constructs it, it's very like laid back and fun and like um, very low pressure. You know, it's just some guys sitting around talking about, you know, about these really positive things, I guess. And what I like is I get it every day and I just poke through it, you know, but it just gets the same things working in your head about like always, you know, always be thinking about um, the way to positively uh, live life, basically, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, like, um, you know, what to look for in a relationship and like there's healthy stuff and, you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah, so here's their mission statement at the bottom. I'll let them uh, tell you instead of me trying to, you know. But um, we're just a couple of guys who want to reach our potential and make some friends along the way. We call that process perspective that inspires, and that's what we're all about. If you want to dream more, do more, and experience more, we're excited to have you on board. And they even leave their personal Instagrams and emails so you can, they said we love chatting, so respond to an email from us and we'll respond. It's really cool. Um, and it like, you know, it could feel like this, like annoying, um, cloying or, um, uh, not genuine type of email. It's just like, you know, whatever, but it feels so genuine. That's what's really important about it. And this guy writes them himself every day. Um, and you, I don't know, like it, it you know, it just feels right. It feels, um, genuine and, and, and well-intentioned, you know? So I, I'm just a big fan. I'm a, I'm a user. Uh, I think it's a, a positive thing to, uh, <laughs> um, to read every day really. And what's interesting, the reason I thought that I could ever read about them on the podcast was like, there's this, you can become an ambassador for pursue it. And like, if you get more people to sign up, um, they'll like give you a hat <laughs> or something. Just kidding. Um, yeah, so, and, but eventually they'll start shouting you out in their email, like for your Instagram account or whatever. But I was thinking, like, if I get enough people, as I want to, I want more people to be a part of this, to to join this email chain. Maybe they'll shout out the podcast in, a, in an email or something. But um, it's cool. Uh, but yeah, so today's recommendations WAG and pursue it. I think they will legitimately 
uh, be cool for you. Uh, but, um, what else do I want to talk about today? Uh, okay, so one big thing. These kind of all relate so- slightly thematically, I guess. But um, uh, at work, interest in life, I- I've been trying to, f- like, I've been frustrated with productivity and, um, you know, when you get in a slump and you can't really break your way out of it. And um, I don't know, just like kind of feeling stuck and like knowing you have to do something, but you don't feel like doing it. You know, that thing we all feel. Um, a gr- a amazing discovery I've made, which, you know, is so simple and basic and I'd already made it before and other people are doing it every day or whatever. But like I, I was reminded of uh, music, the power of music and how it's so insanely powerful to like, like basically I used to be obsessed, obsessed with music. I, I knew every band, I made a point to know every band, every genre, like even like European dark metal or whatever, or like German Trypto House or, you know, uh, Vapor Rap or, you know, whatever obscure genre. I tried to, if it was, if someone in the world thought it was worthwhile, I wanted to spend time trying to understand and appreciate that genre like music was you know how it's so annoying when people are like music is my life and they like they listen to music sometimes and they <laughs> they work at a office or whatever but like I really wanted to make music my life for a, a, a time when I was younger you know and I would I had this little column on this website where I would write about music and review it you know like that was like a thing I really put myself into um, since then, I've kind of fallen off, literally fallen off the music wagon. Like, of course, I still listen. And I still know who Justin Bieber is and stuff. But like, I, I don't I don't know every band now. I didn't follow all the trends in rap and all these various, you know, subgenres. And like, I've kind of like I wasn't an expert the past few years. And as a result, I kind of stopped listening to music so intensely so often, you know, like I really went some time where I was really into movies. I still am, obviously. Movies and TV. A lot of my listening time was spent with podcasts, you know, um, YouTube. Still never read books, but, <laughs> um, but I had somehow allowed myself to forget just how great and gorgeous and worthwhile and so important and you know any word you can come up with, music is, and so I. I um I switched this year from Spotify because my student discount had run out. Any other um, class of 2017 people feeling the same kind of pain right now <laughs> as all our student discounts evaporate. Uh, so I switched to Apple Music, um, which I had tried initially, and it wasn't great at the start, but they had like a year and a half or so since I've used them to kind of improve it, and they've made updates. And I really like Apple Music as a platform. I know everyone loves Spotify. Um, I I I liked it fine, but I don't know. I just something about um, I don't know the UI. I, I I didn't love the colors. I know they're they're kind of stuck with their green and black, but um, and the whole emphasis on playlists and these curated playlists, which are very helpful and useful if you ever like don't know what to listen to or just want something in a mood of a playlist or you're looking to discover something, but 
I don't know. I, I switched to Apple Music. I'm an Apple fanboy, and I, I really like that product. And Beats One, their radio station is great. But um, so I've started trying to rebuild my catalog, basically, because you can kind of make your own library of any song now because you pay the, the fee. Um, to like have available when you press shuffle, the songs in your library will play through. So I've kind of I've tried to rebuild very slowly my um, my favorite songs, my listening habits, you know. So I kind of try to go back and think of all the artists I used to listen to and songs that I've liked. In the, like I haven't stopped listening to music. I just haven't been like you know deep into it. Um, anything I've been listening to recently, and I would click add, and by virtue of them being my favorite songs, they it turned me clicking shuffle into like an instant like uh, mood boost because it would play like an energetic, awesome song that I like have connections to and like really feel strongly about like, you know, and I, I built, built the cat, the catalog up enough that I could like play it and have it play in the background. And like, it would just be like this really mood enhancer for while I was working or doing anything. So it like, I've had like the, the best, it sounds so simple, but I've had the best time listening to music this past couple weeks. <laughs> and like, it's made me more productive. Like, I'm just like, if I have to do like a mindless type task, you know, I can just kind of like do it with the, and the music kind of puts me in this kind of energy mood and I can just kind of do it easily, you know, and like even enjoy it. Like I'm, I'm, I feel happier, you know, when I have this stuff uh, in my ears, you know. Uh, so that's been really cool, basically. Um, I really recommend my third ad for the week is I recommend music <laughs> for anyone out there who's looking to, you know, cause I, I, I was the, I was, you know, I would be the first to tell you that I, music is like the most powerful, beautiful, important, you know, emotional thing in the world. But for some reason I, I had forgotten that. So now I'm finally back in and I'm going to start listening to all the all the new trends and all the music, man. Oldies and, you know, uh, and it'll be fun. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, it's just another thing, another another thing that I can't, like, a, like a, an art form, basically, that you can't allow yourself to miss out on because there's just so much um, worthwhile stuff and stuff that will really affect you in a really beautiful way, you know. So... I think that was all I was trying to say about that. I'm looking at my notes here. But yeah, I've just had some like great days, you know, just because like uh, it'll keep me productive for a longer span of time. So like by the end of the day, I'm like, I did a lot. I was happy the whole time, you know, and like, like I love, I think I mentioned this on like a, on the movie podcast, but um, I love just like, you know, and you're, you're feeling the beat and you're kind of dancing a lot, like, you know, just like, even just as you sit there, just like, I love hitting the drum with my hand when the drum hits, like stuff like that, you know, baby drivering, you know, um, just like letting the, 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 the music kind of in, influence you and infect you, you know, it, it's just fun, you know, so kind of, I, this is what I wrote in my notes is music is changing my life, which is kind of true, honestly. Um, what else has been going on? Um, I've started playing Sudoku, so Sudoku, on the um, on the train, 
I should be reading. I'll get back to reading soon, but I've been playing Sudoku. And it's been, again, years since I played that. That was like middle school or high school when I, you know, when that, when the, when the craze first happened, you know, when everyone was like, this will replace the crossword. <laughs> but, um, it, it's really fun. I'm, it, it, it's, that is like, I can point to that as being a very specific, very truly, like I do it in the morning and it kind of kickstarts my brain. Like I, you know, you have to, like I was playing mindless games and watching YouTube on the train or whatever when I was feeling lazy. But this is like really, um, uh, you have to start thinking critically and like consequentially and like this can't go there because that's there and because those things aren't there, you know, you know how Sudoku works, right? <laughs> but, um, and I've kind of felt myself getting a little smarter because like I've been in various stages of kind of feeling a little bit like muggy from a mental perspective at different times you know for whatever reason like you're tired or um you know we all have the same thing but it's nice to have a little um just like a warm-up I guess every day and I do it a lot now and I've I've worked through to a point where I was doing the easy ones pretty fast you know I start you start with like baby easy because I you know uh it's funny I was feeling really good about uh improving and like getting my time up and like really getting to a place where I was doing them fast and I was then I remembered like it's easy mode (laughs) you know this is the fifth easiest one they have to offer you know but you I I I had that thought and I realized you shouldn't feel bad or feel less good about improving no matter what level you start at. You know, if you start at zero and you get to one, that's really something to feel really appreciative of, you know, and feel, um, what's the word, proud of, you know. Because, like, if improvement was a thing, like, first of all, it's not just, like, going from uh, 90 to 100, that's the only improvement you can feel good about? No, I mean, it's the whole process. It's starting at zero and then getting somewhere with it. That's what's the whole thing, you know, like, if improvement was a thing that was a real proven thing, which it is, it's like, that's, (laughs) that was a very simple sentence, I think. Um, It's like a proven commodity. No, not commodity. What's the word? A proven uh, phenomenon that you can get better at something, which sounds simple, but it's also so intensely profound. Like you can, you can be not good at something and then be slightly less not good at it a day later by doing the thing thoughtfully, you know, or like working towards improvement. Like that's so kind of important to, to realize. But, um, so why, if that's true, which it is, why would it ever matter where you started or like what level you started at, you know? Like I started at zero, I started at five or whatever. I started on the easy puzzles, but I got better at them. And now I'm on the moderate puzzles. And what's going to happen in a few weeks, you know? And that applies to everything. Because like, we've all, I've only done combined like 20 episodes of podcasts and we're still so fresh and new, but I, I do know that we are getting slightly better <laughs> just as, as we go, you know? as as broadcasters as editors as thinking while being recorded and being articulate you know it's hard but um it's all about the improvement that's what 
I think I said this on the first episode ever. This year, for me, is 100% about improvement. About starting the thing, trying it, registering what the start point is. It could be zero, very well could be zero. And then just improving on it. And, you know, putting everything into it to be as productive and, excuse me, um, successful as you can be, you know. Just improvement. That's the name of the game. Mm, sorry. <clears throat> Got a thing in my throat or something. But yeah. So um so what was I talking about? Sudoku? <laughs> sorry. Um it's fun, I'm kinda of working through my list here. We're you know, we had I had a backlog of things I needed to get out there and we still have some some shows to make up and I I tried to sit down and record on Wednesday, but um, nothing was coming out that was <laughs> worthwhile, you know. And that was a, that was that's never a fun moment. Like sitting down, preparing yourself to be there for an hour, and then at some point, like giving up because like it was late, you know. You, you work all day, you know. It's hard, but bonus episodes are coming. We will get. I think I I definitely want fifty episodes in twenty eighteen, but fifty two wouldn't be bad either. Fifty two weeks. You know, um, this is a super old thing, but in the time since like we took that month off and we've been a couple weeks before I've been around, you know, um, another show on this podcast network or whatever we're calling it, uh, premiered my buddy, Michael Clark had a show called edgewise, which is now out there in the world. Um, uh, be sure to listen of course i'm sure he if he's listening right now he's like why didn't you shout me out three weeks ago (laughs) sorry buddy but um what was really interesting about because he did this really sweet thing where he um thought it was a or he believed um that it was important to um i guess for the he would call it for his listeners getting to know him he wanted to get he wanted to interview his friends um which is really cool and uh me being one of the friends and the rest of our friend group you know um it was very sweet from our perspective to be like oh you're gonna interview us that's very you know it's very sweet of you um so he interviewed all of us and put the episodes out um and he interviewed me and i wrote this down a while ago that i wanted to talk about this but you know uh, it was my first time, I think, in a very long time, if not ever, being like the guest on a show, you know, and being the interviewee, you know, um, and it was really fun. Like it's, you know, it's simple and obvious, but it's fun to talk about yourself and fun to be put in that position where the the interviewer and by implication the audience are interested in what you have to say about yourself you know it's like a really it's very it's a complimentary type of type of vibe like it's 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 very kind like um and I really enjoyed it I thought that interview went well um and what came out of that for me you should go listen to the show his show because it you know it supports the network support him the show's great but um uh for me to make it about myself because I'm <laughs> selfish narcissist. No. Um, what, what I, when I first started listening to podcasts years ago, I'm repeating myself from episode one, I'm sure, but all the main thing was just these interview shows, 
you know, and that's still like a, a, a very big um, genre on the website, on the website. What website am I talking about? <laughs> I mean, like the medium podcast in general, you know. Um, and I, when I first had the idea of like, I want to do my own podcast, this was years ago and I never acted on it, which I still regret kind of, um, it was to do an interview show and just to interview people I knew because all the other ones were famous person interviewing a famous person, which, you know, I'll be the first to tell you are my favorite things in the world. But I thought it was so true and compelling that, um, other people, normal people would be almost just as interesting. You know, uh, you've probably heard of humans of New York, that thing on Facebook. And he has some books and, um, videos now where he just walks up to a random person and they talk and he photographs them and he shares their story online. And these things go massively viral because they're so depending, they're either funny or sweet or impactful or emotional or it's just the reality and the truth of real people, you know, which I think is like infinitely worthwhile. But what got me with this thing with Michael was it's also fun for them. You know, like it's, it's fun. It's, uh, it's a compliment to want it to, for someone to want to interview you. And it's fun to be interviewed and just to be able to like, everyone is always, you know, correctly or otherwise, it's like, you know, be humble, don't talk about yourself too much, like, be interested in other people, don't offer yourself if it's, you know, without someone asking you to, you know, you know, that kind of stuff, just like, be a nice, humble, selfless type of person, but um, also, we all have these stories to share, you know, and experiences, and, and also, it's just fun to talk with people, like, what's interesting about the Joe Rogan show is, I won't know who the guest is, but I'll just listen to them talk and I know that because Joe has them on that they're worthwhile in some capacity you know they're interesting um just talk about anything I like love listening to people talk so all that is to say I the the thought went through my head like everyone deserves to be interviewed you know like everyone is interesting enough that's for sure everyone is worthwhile enough to be the subject of an interview. Um, everyone is interested, is cool enough to, you know, be on a microphone talking and, and that would be worthwhile to listen to. I honestly think so. I think, you know, eventually soon, whatever, I want to start another show <laughs> or like change this one. I'm not sure how I'm going to do it because I need a good name and I don't know what I'm going to do but I want to start interviewing people just people I know just long form an hour plus just talking to them getting to know them uh, sharing with the audience why I think they're so special and cool and worthwhile you know because by virtue of them being on there it means that I think they're worth sharing with the world you know and their story is worth sharing you know but um so yeah so Michael gave me that inspiration which was really cool and I, I, I am very appreciative of him for interviewing me and all our friends. <laughs> um, but it's funny. I, I can't do one thing without like being like, Oh, I want to do another thing. And let's, let's, let's change another thing. You know, <laughs> like just like, I want to do all these different shows. I want to do, I want to keep doing this show where I talk for an hour 
just because I don't know something about it feels feels right I want to keep doing the movie show with Bobby um, but I think I want to do this interview show too but just like how should I group them together should I bring them all under one feed like like just call it like because other shows like Joe Rogan and Bill Simmons they'll have different like he'll talk about MMA for a week and he'll have a solo show and he'll have a guest on but it's all under the one umbrella you know and Cody Ko my man <laughs> he just on one feed he'll have an, he'll have the solo show and then on the same feed he'll just interview somebody and like call it a different name or whatever you know so maybe I should do that I don't know but I need a good name for this interview show you know who knows I'm just spitballing here just talking uh, we got 10 minutes left um, this has been a weird episode to record because and I, this I cannot allow this to become a habit but I've kind of gotten into a thing where I like if I like stop talking for a couple seconds because I'm thinking and then I kind of like I, I remember that I'm recording and then I'm like oh I gotta pause it so I, I actually pause it or like I say something wrong and I want to edit it which I shouldn't be allowed to do this but I stop it and wind it back a little bit and go again you know so this episode has actually taken a little while to record which I know is like a betrayal of the uh conceit of the podcast in general but but um it's been weird so I've, I've been sitting here for much longer than an hour not really like an hour and a half but you know I'm just gonna look through my list here you know oh we talked about music I can finally get this out of the way Taylor Swift <laughs> is one of our greatest artists in the history of music dude Oh my gosh. This new album, dude. I had no idea. Like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So she's for forever been my favorite. She's like she constantly shocks me with how good she is at writing music. It's insane how talented she is. Like one of our greatest writers, that's for sure. But also just like performing, making music, like she's a gosh darn superstar. Um and I've loved her forever. But this new album is so fire, dude. <laughs> um, it's funny because I, I guess I just didn't listen to it when it came out. I don't know why, but like I slowly came around to finally hearing it all, you know. Um, and it's funny, you know, it, it's called Reputation. It's all about the whole thing. Like, it, it's funny how she, the word reputation comes up in like six songs on the album you know and like six songs are about some variation of the same thing like you can tell that moment like really affected her badly and i am 100 percent team taylor on this whole thing and i will debate each and every one of you if you were on the other side <laughs> and at some point during the debate the words kanye's a stupid idiot will come, will come out of my <laughs> but no team taylor but this album dude um some of the most gorgeous like it's it's a different kind of vibe she's like gone fully into pop but like it's like got harsher edges now and she uses drum machines and like this kind of interesting production on them but some of these songs like um uh the um i'm trying to think of which one to talk about first well the one that has just been on repeat for me is endgame with uh ed sheeran which I don't think I've ever talked about my Ed Sheeran thing. That might be 
um, for another episode here. And I probably will. Once I run out of things to talk about, I'll come back to my whole thing with Ed Sheeran. But the, the short of it is I've been hard on him for a long time for like, I, I know him to be so, so talented. And I thought personally, I thought that he wasn't doing, uh, as well as I thought he could have or should have been, or like the kind of music he was making wasn't gelling with me or whatever. So I was really hard on him for a while, but I'm coming out of that and realizing that I've been wrong this whole time and shape of you as a brilliant masterpiece and he's a ta- ultra talent and taylor swift has loved him the whole time which is all i need to uh for a badge of honor for him you know but he it's so funny like the song is so gosh darn good um but on paper it should not be good you know it has a guest verse from this random rapper which in historically in pop terms is not always the best sign because it's like you know a random like you know fitting musically and like being worthwhile or whatever it's not never a guarantee but it's this new guy that um for the virtue of me being out of music for a long time i didn't really know who he was but his his name is future he's pretty cool um uh but ed sheeran is on it and ed sheeran like kind of raps a little bit (laughs) it's like on paper it sounds abysmal but like it somehow just works so perfectly and like i don't know i it has this great kind of um, vibe to it. I don't know. But then other songs, um, Call It What You Want, is one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard in my life. Like, the 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 lyrics are so sweet and meaningful, and um, you can just tell that it, it's it's a it's a very true like he, like human, very real song for her. You know. Um, and the production on it and the drums are so cool. Like I, I kind of like the whole aesthetic of the, the, the drum machine on a lot of this stuff. And it all is really cohesive. Just the way these drums and kind of beats, um, end up working out, you know, in a larger picture, you know, here, I'm going to look through the, uh, um, the track list here. Even that album, hold on one second, or even that song. Um, I used to love Ready For It. <laughs> that was like the first one, which is like, she's like straight up rapping. It's like crazy, but I really uh, thought it was cool. Delicate is a gorgeous, um, like she's she's gotten really, it's not like she's gotten better because she's always been good, but like just excellent lyric writing. Like just like so evocative and like, like I love, I'm kind of weirdly obsessed with lyrics and like how the art of them can really, cause it's such, it's like the, the most blank canvas you can come up with is like how you're going to write these lyrics, you know? And like, I really am, uh, am drawn to like kind of specificity and referencing and like making things feel really like true, like from a human perspective, you know? And like, she's really good at like, mixing details and big picture themes and just making it feel like she's it's just something she's thinking you know but also being artful and poetic and on the right beats and stuff um dancing with her hands tied is a i actually would say that that is um like a combination of all these things because it's like has this super great like dancey like 
um, upbeat, energetic type of um, instrumentation, but then it's a really, really cool... Am I just doing a Taylor Swift album review right now? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't really... I, I just went through the track listing. Like, like you're going to be reading along with me, like, oh, that song's good to you. Like, what, what is this? <laughs> what, what on earth is this? Oh gosh, darn it! But um, but it's it's so it's that song is like maybe one of my favorites on the album, just because it um, uh, the lyrics are such a interest like like her her experience as a person is kind of ridiculous, you know, like the media scrutiny and like they always care who her boyfriend is and stuff like that. Like that can't be easy for a person, you know. And that was that's kind of what the song's about, but. Um, the main thing with her, she's so gosh darn good. She's not incredible, like incredible. Like every time I listen, I, I notice something different about the instrumentation or the writing or the lyrics or the performance that just like, is just stunning like, by how, I wish I could come up with the better words, but like just how, how searingly high quality, good, great that, that it is, you know, like it's. There's a reason why like musicians really respect her because they know how hard it is to do what she's doing, you know? Like people who are like well versed in like the language and the process of music, like it's just like filmmaker the filmmakers who have favorite films, you know that those are the the real deal, you know? <laughs> Same thing here, dude. Like just just a, a gem. But the thing with her, um there's like let me count, one, two, three four, five, at least five, probably seven, knock out 10 out of 10 massive hits on this album, dude. Like, huge single, like, could could be a sold-out single, and are. Like, you know, like, it's, it's rare that an album is able to go through, like, four or five single cycle, single pushes, you know, where they make the music video and push that one song for a while. But every album, she does five or six of them, you know? And who does that put her in the same conversation with freaking michael jackson <laughs> you know and like like i am always so stunned when i think about thriller and how that album is 10 tracks long or something and nine of them nine of them were number one hits or something absurd like that like you look through it and you're like these were all on the same album these were all these were all individually the biggest song in the history of the world you know at the same time and then the 10th track is the the song he did with Paul McCartney, which is a lovely song, you know, like it's, it's, it's really impressive when, first of all, they write it themselves. And second of all, you just, the, the level of the output that the album can be such a high level consistently. Like 1989 has like six killer singles too, which is crazy. An album was only ever expected to have one killer single, you know, but man, Ooh, yeah. So I'm a Taylor Swift fanboy. Sorry about that. That was, I don't even know how long I just talked about it, but <laughs> she's the best. Michael Jackson is the best. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, we're finally, finally to an hour here. Thank you guys for sticking with me. This was a fun one, huh? <laughs> um, all right, so interview. Excuse me. Uh, WAG is really cool. You should check out WAG. If you sign up for WAG, use my offer code ROBIN62663. So do that. Um, sign up for Pursuit, P-R-S-U-I-T, 
And if they ask you where you heard from them, uh, just give my email, uh, robincoppel at gmail.com, I think is what is the right way to do that. Um, uh, and what else? Music's awesome. Go listen to music. Listen to Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> and just get out there, guys. Today is like a – today I'm – going to really try and be productive. I'm going to edit a couple podcasts. I'm going to go to the gym for the first time in a few weeks, like starting it off today because March we're, we're deep into March. Um, I think we've had, what is it? 10 weeks, 10 weeks of 2018, which means we're a fifth of the way through, which is crazy, but let's, let's kill this last 80%, right? Let's absolutely kill it. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening, as always. Hope this was uh, somewhat enjoyable. Um, hope you're doing well, and I will see you next week. See you guys.